Welcome back to the Ben Barker Fitness Podcast. Huge shout out to those of you who have been faithfully listening. I genuinely appreciate you. Y'all, it is that time of year. New Year is coming around, depending on when you are listening to this. Currently, we are in the final week of 2023. People are probably in a bit of a haze from all the extra calories we've been taking in over the holidays, and it's going to hit us again on New Year's Eve, and then on New Year's Day, people are are not going to be feeling great, and they're going to be thinking, what am I going to do in 2024 to get my life together? First and foremost, y'all, if you would, subscribe to the show, leave a five-star review, and share this with someone you think it might be an encouragement to. Right before starting the episode, I was kind of curious about some statistics, and the number one New Year's resolution is to increase fitness level slash lose weight. That's 48% of New Year's resolutions that are set, and just from a quick Google search, it's somewhere between 9 and 12% of people are successful in hitting their goals. And this isn't to shoot you down and say not to set New Year's resolutions, and I'm not against New Year's resolutions. I say go for it. I think why not be in the 9 to 12% of people that are successful? And I believe that you can do it. And if you set a solid plan, there's no reason you can't crush your fitness goals. I've seen so many people to do it that have completed it and have seen great success. I've now had four to five guys on my show who have lost over 100 pounds and they were just normal guys, no surgeries. They just put in the work and made up their minds that they want to do it. So Why not put yourself in the 9 to 12% of people that are going to be successful in 2024 and crush their goals? Today, I have the best workout plan for 2024. And before you say, Ben, are you just going to promote your workout program? One, yes, I am. But two, this is more about giving you the tools that you can use in your own workout program, whether you follow mine or whether you're using another program. Maybe you're currently using a program and after listening to this today, you're like, my workout program doesn't have all the components I need or it confirms to you that the program you are following is covering all of your bases. With that being said, a couple things that we need to cover. It does depend on your goals a little bit. Like some people can get away with just jogging. If you want, if you just want to be decent at jogging and like aesthetics and how much muscle mass you have are not important to you, you can get away with just jogging a few times a week and have good heart health and eat healthy and all that is, you know, that's fantastic. If you just want to be strong, you can eat like garbage and lift really heavy, you know, three to five days a week, and you can get very, very strong. And if body composition or just, you know, having a trim waistline, like whatever isn't important to you, that's fine. And you can do those things. Um, if you want to look good, you can just lift for aesthetics and have your calories on the right track and you can look good, but maybe you're not that strong or not that fit, but you just look good. And there's nothing wrong with taking any of those avenues, but hear me out. Why not aim for a little bit of it all? I want to look good. I want to feel good and I want to perform good. I want to be a bit of a hybrid athlete, so to speak. And before we jump into the whole hybrid thing, Marcus Philly was doing hybrid workouts like before it was cool. And now there's like high rocks or whatever it is and all these different like hybrid athlete competitions and things like that. So essentially a hybrid athlete is somebody who is both strong, they can run, they can do a little bit of it all and they look good. With that being said, I also saw somebody tweet recently and they said something like, so basically a hybrid athlete 
is somebody who's mediocre at everything. And while it is funny, it is somewhat true because like currently, you know, I'm going for the 500 pound squat and the five minute mile. If I were just trying to strengthen my squat, I would be stronger than I currently am. Or if I wasn't working really, really hard to get bigger and stronger, my mile time would probably be a little bit faster. So it's a little bit of give and take, but hear me out. I don't know many guys who can squat, you know, my squat right now is 475 pounds and I can run a five minute and 20 second mile currently. Like I could go out today and do both of those things. And I don't know many people that can do either of those things. So with that being said, if you're kind of pursuing to be a a well-rounded athlete, you're going to end up being above average at everything and better than the average human at literally everything you can do. And there's nothing wrong with that. So why not pursue looking good, feeling good and performing at a high level at everything you do? I think that what, what makes you a great dad, because I feel like I can hop out on the soccer field with the kids and I can toast them. I can be on the basketball court in the weight room. I feel good. I feel like I look good in my clothes. And those are th- those are great goals. So with that being said, if that sounds like something that interests you, I'm going to give you kind of my ideal hybrid workout that kind of hits all your bases that'll help you be stronger, help you be more fit, have better cardiovascular health, and help you look better in a five-inch inseam pair of shorts with your shirt without a shirt, you know, hold, hold the pickles, hold the lettuce, you know, special orders don't upset us in your workout. This is your ideal workout. Number one, you want to start your workout with a little bit of mobility work. Again, you've heard me talk about this many times. Y'all, I'm not one of those guys that's going to spend 20 minutes on mobility or do like a whole mobility workout. I ain't got time for that. I'm going to spend like five to seven minutes on key mobility exercises that I know I need for me personally and that are also specific to the workout that day. So like if I'm squatting heavy that day, I'm definitely going to be doing like some Spider-Man lunges, Cossack squats, bootstraps, things of that nature to get my hips, my groin, my hamstrings, and my quads fired up and ready to squat heavy. Whereas if it's an upper body day, I'll probably be doing like scapular pull-ups, thoracic rotations, stretching my forearms, push-ups, things to get my upper body ready to push and pull heavy weight. So spend five to seven minutes, quick mobility workout, and then you're ready to rock and roll. And that's every single day. Y'all don't skimp on the mobility, especially as we age. It's something like you lose 0.7% of flexibility each year after the age of 30. So with that being said, from 30 to 40, you will lose 7% of your mobility if you are not actively working on it work on your mobility five to seven minutes before each workout. And I like to spend like 10 to 15 minutes on Saturday and Sunday on days that I don't work out. So mobility is step number one in your workout. After mobility, do some type of plyometric exercise. Again, this doesn't have to be a whole thing. Like on squat day, like when I'm about to go heavy on legs, I will do something like either a box jump, squat jumps, split jumps, or broad jumps, something that is athletic and explosive that gets my legs fired up and ready for action. This is one of those things, y'all, if you don't use it, you lose it. Um, I, I started following a guy on Instagram today, his handle something like always be an athlete. And he's always posting cool stuff, um, about staying athletic as you age, but that's huge. Like I never want to be that guy that has a hard time getting out of a chair or like when I race my kids, I pull a hamstring. That's, I'm not about that life. I want to be explosive. I want to give my kids something to push for. And it's just fun to be athletic, y'all. And I think as we age, it just makes it more fun. I don't want to be like shuffling my feet 
in my fifties and sixties, I still want to be a supple leopard, you know, jumping up on the bed of the truck, doing stuff to uh, impress my wife and my grandkids and my kids. And it just makes life more fun when you're an athlete. You also add in some plyometric exercises. For instance, like on upper body day, I'll do something like a med ball slam, a lateral med ball slam into a wall or like plyometric pushups, something to stay explosive. Number three, this is huge, probably in my opinion, the most important part. So I do my mobility work, a little bit of plyometrics, and then I go straight into my strength work. This is huge. This is where we want to get heavy. The intention isn't necessarily like vanity or how good we look here. It's like being strong and moving heavy weight. Moving heavy weight is great for testosterone in men. So this is where like on back squat, I'm doing like five sets of five with like 85% of my one rep max. You know, this is an important time. If you don't know roundabout, you can do an estimated one rep max, or you can legitimately, if you have a spot in a, a safety rack, you know, measure your one rep max. That way you can use percentages. So you know that you are challenging yourself and continually getting stronger. So number one, we knock out our mobility work. Then we go into plyometrics and then we do our strength work. So for like a lower body day, my strength work would typically be back squats, front squats, deadlifts, good mornings, things of that nature. I would do two to three exercises that would fall under my strength work where I'm going heavy. Upper body, it might be shoulder press, bent row, weighted pull-ups, um, or um, incline bench press. Following that, we want to do something to elevate our heart rate. So I'm not doing like a CrossFit, like wad workout of the day, but I like to pair up like three exercises that'll elevate my heart rate a little bit and kind of move with intention through those. Like I'm not out there like doing burpees or typically getting on the rower. For me, it's going to be like walking lunges, kettlebell swings, and maybe like hanging leg raises. And I'll do something like five sets of like 12 to 16 reps on each. And so I'm going through, I'm still trying to move heavy weight. Like I'm not out there using like five pound hand weights and a 12 pound kettlebell. You know, I'm using like 50 pound dumbbells for my walking lunges and a 70 pound kettlebell for my swings. And then adding in like an ab exercise, sometimes maybe jump rope, doing like five rounds through those three exercises. And I'm kind of killing a few birds with one stone there. One, I'm keeping my heart rate elevated, you know, for like eight to 12 minutes. I'm doing unilateral exercises and I'm also doing like strength work, kind of supplementing my strength work. Y'all, this is huge and a great way to increase your fitness level, uh, to make yourself look better, to kind of work on weaknesses, things that you need to get stronger at all in kind of a set domain of time. If you don't know where to start, a great place to start in that realm is to pick like two or three exercises that kind of complement what you're working on that day. So like say you're doing upper body, you could do like push-ups, sit-ups, and inverted pull-ups. And maybe you do 10 reps on each and you set a timer for 10 minutes and go through those three exercises as many times as you can in 10 minutes. Following that, y'all, this is huge. And I love CrossFit. And so never any shade against CrossFit. If you go into a typical CrossFit gym, you know, your workout of the day is going to be like a good gym will typically have like strength work. So maybe they do five sets of three on back squat followed by their workout of the day. So maybe they have like a 15 minute AMRAP of like a 400 meter run, you know, 10 push press, 15 kettlebell swings, and, you know, 20 step ups on a box, something like that. Right. And that's great. That's a great workout. And I think for the average person, that's wonderful. Um, if you are also wanting to really like increase how you look aesthetically, like you're wanting to grow your arms or your calves or whatever, I like after I elevate my heart rate to do two or three exercises that are straight up vanity work. 
like not functional whatsoever, just for the purpose of intimidation and looking good for my wife. Right. So for me, I've always wanted bigger arms. So like for like the last year, I've really put an emphasis on doing certain types of bicep curls that I feel give me the most bang for my buck tricep extensions to increase my arm size. And I've been doing a lot more calf raises. And I talked about this in the episode last week about doing tempo on my calf raises, not just like banging out a bunch of reps with no intention, but controlling the descent, pausing at the bottom, pressing back to the top, and then squeezing the living daylights out of the top of each rep. Y'all, this is stuff where like, and I'm not trying, like, I know I probably have, what is it called? Like where you look at yourself in the mirror and you don't like how you look body dysmorphia, right? Do I have a touch of body dysmorphia? Probably. I'm a pretty fit guy, but like when I look in the mirror, like usually the first things that I notice are things that I don't like, right? Or things that I want to improve. And it's not like I'm fully confident, right? I probably have more confidence than I should, but, um, I am hard on myself and I usually typically like when I look in the mirror, I see things I can improve upon. Or like when I look at my strength numbers in the gym, it's not like, wow, I'm super proud of what I can do. I usually look and see the many, many things that I could improve upon performance wise. And I'm the same way as a dad. Like, I think I'm a really solid dad, but I also see like 10 or 15 things that I could do way better as a dad and a husband. And I think it's important, like one, yes, you should love yourself, but you should also hold yourself to a higher standard. And this is what I'm doing in the gym as a husband, as a father, as a Christian. I, I'm trying to hold myself to a higher standard and just pursue excellence. And yes, I'm I'm proud of myself and I love myself and all that stuff, but I'm just going to hold myself to a higher standard and just try to... Um, reach greatness of some sort. So with that being said, I don't think that there's anything wrong with like looking in the mirror and being like, you know what? Um, I'd like a bigger chest or I'd like bigger shoulders. And so you kind of pick those exercises for yourself. And at the end of your workout, you do some exercises like in the hypertrophy range, like six to 12 reps, three to four sets, um, cranking it out heavy and always finish with a burnout set on your final set where you just kind of go for broke and do as many reps as you can with good form. Y'all, this is the vanity work and this is going to be individual for each person, things that you think you could work on. And like in my gym gains guide, it's, I have a very well-rounded program and I put vanity work at the end of the workouts that are things that are going to, um, be beneficial for everyone. So things like hammer curls, um, skull crushers, calf raises, leg extensions, leg curls, ab work, things of those nature that'll be beneficial for everyone. So y'all, the ideal workout plan for 2024, you are going to start with a little bit of mobility work. After your mobility work, you're going to do a plyometric exercise of some sort. I like to get in about 40 reps. And so you can kind of break that down however you want. Five sets of eight, four sets of 10, however you like to break that up. Following your plyometric work, you're going to go into your strength work. This is where we are going to lift heavy. The intention is here isn't how good we look. The intention here is getting strong following our strength work, we're going to do some type of circuit to get our heart rate up a little bit. The intention isn't just to get like super sweaty and do a bunch of burpees for no reason. It's choosing exercises that supplement the other things that we're working on and things that we want to improve upon. And following elevating our heart rate, we want to do some vanity work, stuff that is just going to make us look good and feel good, fun exercises on things that you want to improve upon. 
Two tips I want to add in things for 2024. This isn't something you would do daily, but aim to sprint once weekly. This is huge for aiding in fat loss and adding muscle mass, improving our cardiovascular health. This is huge. And you know, it's about to get cold. If you can't make it out to the track to sprint or a hill to do hill sprints, you can do this in a pool and do like 50 meter sprints in the pool. You can hop on a rower and do Tabata. If you have an assault runner, you can do sprints on the assault runner, assault bike. There's a way to get this done. It's an intensity level where essentially you're doing short bouts of just all out effort. This is probably like in the 10 to 20 second range, taking a full recovery and then hammering it again, like 10 to 15 reps of that. Lastly, this is huge. And I think a lot of people skip this over is having an active lifestyle. I think people have this in their mind that you can like go to the gym for 45 minutes, like three times a week and like work out hard and that you're just supposed to look like a Greek God. Working out is just one piece of the puzzle. And, and a lifestyle is what's more important because you people didn't used to work out. Like my grandfather like didn't like exercise. He just did manual labor. He ate a normal amount of calories and he was jacked, right? He was very fit. Nowadays, it's like we want to like lay around and watch TV and eat poorly and you work out, you know, two and a half hours a week and think we're supposed to be jacked. It's just not how it worked, how it works. Get in the gym, crush your workouts, live an active lifestyle on top of that eat healthy, crush your goals. And y'all, if you need direction in the gym, sign up for a free seven-day trial of my Gym Gains Guide, a new four-week phase. Starts on Monday, January 1st. The planets have aligned properly and January 1 falls on a Monday. Y'all, this is the moment we've been waiting for. Let's crush some goals in 2024. Y'all, thanks for listening today.